Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Season 2 of the Burden of Command podcast. I'm really excited to be back with you finally. I know we had a few months off there, but uh, really took some time to make sure I curated a lot of great guests coming into, uh, coming into Season 2 here for you. And I'm really excited by the lineup. I've got a lot of great, great folks. Uh, Corey Schaffer from the Till Valhalla Project. Uh, Darren Gold, author of Master Your Code. Uh, Dallas Bay, somebody who specializes in health and nutrition uh, for high-performing, um, you know, not like athletes, but for high-performing individuals uh, in leadership roles, basically. Uh, I guess that's the best way to put it. And, uh, you know, got several more in the pipes uh, that I'm working on. So I think this is going to be a good season. I, I may not actually have to take a break at the end of this season and, and just keep rolling, but we shall see. Uh, what's changed? You know, at the end of season one, I asked for some feedback and said I would, you know, make some adjustments based off that because I really want this to be something uh, for you and give you some input into how the show goes. And, Really, the one piece of feedback I got more than any other was, you know, ditch the intro music. Fair enough. You may have noticed no intro music for season uh, two, uh, unless I get a rallying cry to the other way. We're going to leave the intro music off, so you'll just hear my lovely voice kicking things off. And that was really the only change. I appreciate all the great feedback that everybody sent in and uh, the, the value you've let me know that you get out of it. I uh, got a lot of great uh, reviews on iTunes. Um, you know, I love five-star reviews. Don't get me wrong, but please, I'm just going to ask this uh, as nice as possible. Don't blow sunshine up my ass. Uh, I love a five-star review, but if you honestly think that it's only worth two or three stars, please leave two or three stars and let me know. I know that hurts my ratings. I know not a lot of podcasters are going to ask for that. But all I ask is if you feel that way, Please let me know why so I can adjust, because I want to put out a legitimate five-star product, not just something that people go and pencil whip five stars. So for the people who have reviewed already, I really appreciate the five stars, don't get me wrong, but let me know. And if you just want to send me an email instead of giving me the stars, well, fine, I appreciate that, burden.command at gmail.com. I've had a chance to interact with some of you, and I really appreciate the listeners I have. All right, so uh, again, not much is changing in Season 2, just really no intro music. Everything else is going to stay the same for right now. If you do have any ideas, comments, or suggestions, hit me up at that burden.command at gmail.com. Well, I'm not just going to give you a welcome back and sign off on the first episode. I want to give you something to kind of chew on until we talk with uh, Corey Schaffer next week. Uh, I want to talk about positions of privilege. You know, I was thinking about this, uh, what uh, what really got me going down this line of thought was, uh, you know, I've made no mistake, I'm a big fan of, of history, and uh, 
and, and especially like ancient history, Greeks, Romans, uh, things of that nature. And I started uh, noticing that uh, we kept hearing the, the term right of the line, right of the line, right of the line used a lot. And every time I tried to find an answer as to what was so important about right of the line, you know, asking people, things like that, nobody really knew. They just knew that it was supposed to be a position of, of power, a position of privilege, but they didn't understand why. And here's what I found out. You see, in those ancient formations, uh, when people were fighting hand-to-hand, right of the line was actually the most vulnerable place. You see, a lot of times people are predominantly right-handed. You have a weapon in your right hand and a shield is on your left hand. And so when you're marching in tight, uh, in a tight formation, especially uh, something like the phalanx um, or even the Roman legion, the left shield covered a little bit more of your uh, the person to your left than it covered you. And the right side of your body was actually exposed. I mean, you had your weapon, but for the most part, the right side of your body was was open uh, to the enemy. And so if you got enveloped or flanked on that side, well, you were pretty much a setting duck. Well, what the, the great leaders of, of those militaries noticed was because of this, as units were marching into battle uh, to take on the enemy, their lines kept shifting to the left. And the reason was, in the beginning, that uh, those people on the right, seeking protection as they're walking, they would kind of naturally try to shift and get further and further behind their shield to seek a little bit more protection. It's just human nature. So they started putting their bravest, strongest warriors on the right side of the line so they would be able to keep a straight line. Because think about that, you're already on the exposed side, but because you're trying to seek shelter, you're moving your, uh, your unit off of the center line. And so when you do engage the enemy, you've shifted, and now their, uh, their ranks on your right-hand side are going to, you've essentially flanked yourself. They're going to be able to get around the edge and get to those weaker, more vulnerable troops by having the bravest, the strongest, the, the most willing to lead and keep the column in line in the most dangerous position, you were able to keep things going. Well, you know, and when you think about that, that translates into modern day. You know, the, the C-suite realistically uh, is one of the most dangerous positions in an organization. You're at the top, and if things go wrong, the buck should stop with you, which means when when disaster strikes, you're the one with the most exposed risk should be. Now, that we know that doesn't always play out that way, and that's why we have such a great distrust for our organizations in modern society. You know, Simon Sinek put it best in his book, Leaders Eat Last. He goes, we don't envy and dislike leaders for the perks that they have. We envy and dislike leaders for the perks that they have at the cost of taking care of us. And I think that encompasses it perfectly. Like if you go back to the caveman days, you wanted the biggest, strongest to have the most food. 
because they were going out and being the lead hunter and bringing in more net food for the entire village. Now, what you didn't want was the person that was getting the most food and all that good stuff just being a lazy bum and sitting around. That's when it became a problem. And it's the same thing today. You know, when you look at CEOs, and you see it all the time in the, in the news, just laid off 2,000 workers, just laid off 10,000 workers, but CEO X takes a $60 million uh, salary. Wow. You know, that's what pisses us off. You know, if you read the story, CEO X reduces $60 million salary to save 2,000 jobs, to save 10,000 jobs. That's an organization you want to work for. That's a leader you want to follow because that's somebody who has exposed themselves to risk. And rather than pulling themselves behind the shield and taking the organization offline and exposing everyone to danger, they've taken the hit. They've exposed themselves to danger and protected everyone else. Now, you could go through all of these various leadership positions in between the ancient military formations to the modern CEO and see the same thing happen. Maybe it's something as simple as a company car. Maybe it's something as simple as an expense account. But when those perks start interfering with the well-being of everybody in order to keep one person safe and happy and protected and living a good life, that's when it becomes a problem. So think about that as you go forward on your daily uh, routine. If you're in a position of leadership, don't let those perks come at the cost of your people. These positions of power, these positions of privilege that we have come with great responsibility. They expose us to more risks. It's up to us to figure out, do we want to take those risks head on or do we want to shelter and protect ourselves at the expense of our people? I'll tell you right now, one of them is the path to having disgruntled employees that can't wait to work somewhere else or maybe don't have an option but to work somewhere else because you decided to cut them instead of your salary, versus having employees that are happy, healthy, engaged, want to come to work, and will do anything and everything to make sure the company works. It's that simple. If you're in a position of power, you have a responsibility to take care of everyone, not just yourself. Don't let your line slide to the left and expose and put the entire organization in danger. Well, there you go. That's it. That's what I've got for the opener. I hope it entices you. Uh, I promise you uh, next week's guest, Corey Schaffer, is somebody you really are going to want to listen to. Uh, if you haven't become familiar with it yet, you need, and I do mean need, to go look up the Till Valhalla Project. Uh, Corey and his group are doing some outstanding work for uh, a segment of our community that holds that right side of the line on an almost daily basis. I mentioned it before. I'll mention it one more time. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please hit me up at burden.command at gmail.com. Be sure you get on your podcast platform of choice because we're on pretty much all of them now. Just got listed on one called Himalaya. Uh, if you haven't heard of that, I hadn't until uh, interviewing one of my uh, guests for this season, Tom Schwab, who's a podcast expert. Get on your podcast uh, service of choice. Subscribe, give us a rating and a review, and again, please be honest in the reviews. With that, all I want to say is keep those shields up, and I'll talk with you again in the next episode.
Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Electric Acid. 